0: Hey, how's it going? How's your day?
1: All right, brother Evan, how you doing, man?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Happy final finally the weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been able to, um, and again, I, I apologize for yesterday morning, man. But a, I
0: already know. <laughs>
1: it's just it caught up to me, man. I don't know what's going on, man, but... Cause like I said, it just kind of caught up with me, man. Like I, I, I looked up and looked at the clock, and I had to take it. You know how you take a double take on something, like what? Yeah. Like, what? What time is it? <laughs> you know.
0: I think when I called, I was like, probably, I said, probably, probably still knocked out. Yeah. I said, but uh, well, rest, rest is something that you need. Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: I, I mean, I definitely don't take it for granted, man, and I try. Like I said, I. Well, I think one of the challenges is um, like I normally go to bed around 1230 and that gives me, you know, no later than 1230. That gives me just, you know, just enough. I wake up refreshed. If I go to sleep. If I try to go to sleep before then. Is I run into problems because I wake up sooner? You know what I mean? Like I wake up and it throws me off if I if I stay up later. You know, if I stay up last twelve thirty, I'm not gonna go to sleep till like three to, you know, yeah. just my body just
0: it happen. It's like we're trying to go to bed early. Yeah. But then waking up in the middle of the night. Yeah. I can't stand it. So I'm like, man, it's the whole purpose of me going to bed <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, So so yeah, so I don't I don't know. I don't like but I but I don't like um I don't dismiss it, right? Like and I went to sleep a little earlier, but I woke up and it, it happened like twice. Like it, it, it happened. Actually, it happened. It happened Wednesday and Friday and or Tuesday night and Thursday night. And yes. I feel like. Um, well, you know, I told you I was working. I was thinking about something and I um, was able to actually solve the problem. During mm-hmm. that time, I was up like three o'clock in the morning, I, you know, but um, I try not to make it a habit. But when it does happen, I try to lean into it and be like, OK, God, what are you trying to tell me? Is there something I need to know? Or was it something I was thinking about? And, you know, God is bringing it back to my attention. You know, it, it, it's typically something. and mm-hmm. um, And I try to, you know, I mean, I try to be sensitive to that whether it's he's telling me or not giving me an idea or something. And so I usually have my phone or something to write with right there. So right on my nightstand. So I can, I can get it because I've gotten some crazy, crazy good ideas. And like, yeah, I remember it in the morning come morning time. Like, man, (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah.
1: So I, I don't, I try not to, um, so this this particular situation was I was uh asked to write a recommendation for somebody. So this is a work thing. Asked to write a recommendation yeah. for something. I wasn't quite sure how I wanted to say it. And um and I was kind of going through because I was like, man, I, like I don't really mess with these people at work. And so I gotta send a recommendation to some of the people that I don't really mess with. But um <laughs> God was just kind of working with me, he's like, you know in order to get what you want you you got to help other people get what they want you know and so yeah yeah uh, so i just so so i settled on that point and then i was like i mean you know i came to terms with that but then i was like man what do i say and, and i was kind of struggling with that um not, you know not really struggling i just didn't know what to say and and i know how my my brain works like, if I focus on it when I don't have anything, if I focus on it, I won't... It, it, it doesn't work like that for me. I have to do something totally different. Like, get away from it. And then, you know, my brain is sort of working in the background. And then yeah. later on, it'll come, you know? And so... <laughs> so, uh, it, you know, it's just... I wish it didn't come at three 3.30 in the morning, but it can't, you know? So... So yeah, man. Um, Which yeah. So so how how was your weekend? How's your weekend been
0: so far? So far, so far, so good. We had a chance to catch up, speaking to my mom earlier. Mm I didn't realize that um, a dude from Black Panther died. Yeah, I was talking to my mom. I was talking to my mom about that today because I was like, man, this is a shocker. I didn't know. I did not know he was um, diagnosed with cancer.
1: Yeah, like four years
0: ago, to me, I'm out of the blue.
3: Mhm,
0: mhm. So I'm like, man, it seemed like one thing after another. That was, uh, so my sister, she stayed up in, um, Milwaukee. My youngest, my youngest sister. Oh
1: wow, okay, that's right. Yeah, you
0: got to tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. We're saying today, um, with all the stuff that's been going on, because she was like Kenosha is like a thirty minute drive south of her. Oh wow, that's not too far. Yeah, yeah. And She was saying that one of her friends had invited her to go to the march, and she was like, "Nah, I'm not feeling it." Which I'm so happy she said she didn't because later on, they ended
3: shooting.
0: Yeah. Looking at all the turmoil that's going on, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is just—it's cliche almost to say, "Man, this is crazy."
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It is because um... so like, it's rich.
1: Is is the is the National Guard
0: out there? Uh, thanks, uh, I think,s believe, I believe so. At least they're supposed to. The last I heard, that was the case. Okay. My little sister, she's like, I'm not trying to even go You're anywhere. Yeah. She said, I'm trying to um, have a trip next week to go camping, so I can get away from all this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it's, mean this. Um... Hmm. Yeah, this is uh.
0: I didn't know they even had a march yesterday. <clears throat> Excuse me, I didn't know they had a march yesterday in DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was this is a weekend, um, really. Yeah, I was like, man, why am I just not finding this <laughs> up? <laughs> yeah,
1: they've been um, they've been talking about that for a while. Um, it's it's uh the same. I think this is the same time. I don't know, fifty years ago when Martin Luther King had his his march. So. It's just uh, that was the the sort of sparking of it. But then, you know, with all this stuff going on now, it's become more of just a a rallying cry. And, you know, I I hear what you're saying, man, as far as just, you know, I don't know how many times I've said it. You know, it's crazy, you know, the the Mm -hmm. stuff is going on. And and so, you know, it's, it's so important that we lean on God during this time. Yeah.
0: So important. Yeah, man. That's that's the main thing. Is just keeping a focus on him, because like we was covering on Thursday night, mm-hmm. it it's easy. Like you have emotions about the things that you see and that yeah. you go through.
3: Yeah,
0: and it's a challenge to put those emotions in the proper fit in the proper place they need to be in with God. Yeah. Because the enemy is there to exploit it. And like people do some crazy jump to like really get on your nerves. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you can lose focus on that we're supposed to be the light. Yeah. Because like um, like I was saying like in the on Thursday and it was like, you know, certain one we was reading uh was it Matthew 5 mm-hmm. or Love Your Enemies? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, certain enemies you don't look at on the same context, like, some enemies is like, yeah, I can deal with this one. This is right here is this. It, it, it was a small offense that I know that they did were trying to bring me down. But this joke over here that offense is much more hellier. That's the KKK.
3: Yeah.
0: God is like, love them all.
3: Yes.
0: Love them all. And now I get to thinking about that because it's like, through us, they get an opportunity to see the love of Christ if we love them. Yeah. That that in and of itself will make somebody. It'll make you feel guilty. After all the junk I did, you still loving me.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That'll make a person want to. At least it's supposed to make it click in it head. Man, I'm really messing up. And that that to me, it only takes a whole. It takes it takes the Holy Spirit to do it. Kind of like what we like covering in Matthew 26. Mm-hmm. It takes the Holy Spirit to do it, just like he was telling them to pray. That that right there, the flesh can't pull it off.
3: Right,
0: Your flesh can't pull it off. When I'm looking at just a life in general, I'm trying to make sure that I'm not giving too much strength on my flesh and making sure I'm leaning on the Spirit the way I'm supposed to. Yeah, Because sometimes I feel like when you lean on the flesh, that's the natural thing to do. It just seems so it just flows like boom, like this right here happened, so I'm gonna make the proper adjustment this way, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to make sure I'm looking at it like, okay, this whatever event has happened, whether it be with a job or something I have seen on the news, okay, what does the Lord say about it, so I can lean in the spirit on this right because sometimes when you lean in the flesh, like I said, it doesn't seem like you're doing anything wrong,
3: yeah,
0: it's a proper adjustment to make in regards of the situation, but mm-hmm. it may not yield the fruit the way God wants want, want the fruit to be yielded. It may not have the person see the light the right way. I mean, yeah. Somebody calls me a the, 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 uh, derogatory term based upon my race. Fresh mm-hmm. wants to snap back.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But I got to respond in the spirit and get them to see Christ. At least in that moment, make sure that I'm responding in the spirit. So therefore, if they don't see Christ right then, God has something to use later on.
1: Right, plans to see. Yeah. yeah. You no, know, you you touch on a lot of good points that are um are are more defined and clear in chapter twenty six, but and and we'll definitely get into them. I I want to um just bring up one other point um, and then we can pray and and get into it, chop it up, but the the Republican convention, I've been watching some of the highlights of what they're saying, and it's amazing how the things that are coming out of their mouths like Mm -hmm. I mean, it's almost like, um, it's almost cartoonish where, you know, you watch a Superman cartoon and let Luther talking about taking over the world and all that <laughs> stuff. Like, that's how they talking, though. You know what I mean? Like, they're really talking about if you elect Joe Biden, the world is going to be destroyed. And um, what are they saying? Like, um, police are going to, uh, there's going to be no policemen the the uh earth is going to be run ran, ran over by rioters and looters um
0: oh yeah but, i actually heard yeah i heard those points <laughs>
1: yeah and and it's like a i mean the news and again i'm, I'm not putting any um any real um I'm not feeding into it. I'm just making an observation about what they're saying, right? The uh the news, CNN in particular is saying that like the the Republicans are talking about an alternative al- alternative reality. And that's what made me think of cartoons. <laughs> Because I, I mean I love my cartoons right and, and the villain always says stuff like that like outlandish I'm going to take over the world you know and, <laughs> and, and you know and it's it's always a struggle you know I've, if you watch enough cartoons you understand the the plots right it's always a struggle mm-hmm. for power it's always a struggle for power good over evil and I can I I just can't believe that adults are talking like this Adult m- men and women who are, have influence and know that they have influence are actually saying things like this. Um, you know, like the world is going to be destroyed. i like, okay. okay. But you, you're going to be living here too. Living here too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, I don't know. And, and then, okay. you know, no real solutions, just bashing. Just bashing, and so when I when I hear these things, I, I I I do like I don't think you can respond to it in the flesh because the only response that call that you can have in the flesh is either you you're for it or against it. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's really not that's I mean that's clearly not what the spirit says. The spirit says you just love them you don't you don't really supposed to be for or against any of it you're indifferent to all mm-hmm. the politics. you just gotta love them and show them mm-hmm. that you love them through your faith and show 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 that you trust in the sacrifice that Jesus made through your faith and so it's just um it's just interesting how all of this stuff is playing out and if you if if you 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 almost don't have a choice if you don't have a spiritual foundation. You don't have a choice in in your response.
0: True. I agree. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you yeah. have
1: no other way to go but for or against if you don't have a spiritual background. If you got a spirit, I mean a spiritual foundation. Spiritual foundation gonna be like, nah, you don't have to be for, you don't have to be against. You're just with God. Period. that's it you know and when you were god you're above all of that stuff and and so i just you know i obviously i feel for these um people who are saying these things because um not not so much for them in particular as individuals but more so for the fact that they they're influencing so many other people with their words and that's just you know it's detrimental right it's 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 not a good thing
2: Mm -hmm.
1: but you know to pray for them is is hard but that's what we're called to do right we're called to pray for these leaders we're called to pray for um them uh to see god in a mighty way and to you know let god work through them and so yeah, so let's uh let's pray and then let's get into this chapter because this chapter is a good one. It's it's really a, a um a pivotal point in the ministry and really what starts to be the foundation for what Christianity is really based on. So, yeah. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Mhm. Welcome to the walking with Jesus podcast, a podcast that allows followers of Christ to experience Jesus in a new way with Evan and Malcolm, two regular guys walking with Jesus. Each week, we, while we converse and reason about the things of the Bible and in our lives, we believe that Jesus will draw near and walk with us just like he did in Luke 24, verse 15. Now, here's your hosts, Evan and Malcolm with an opening prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for another day. Thank you for another opportunity to glorify your name, to exalt you, to lift you up, dear Lord. Lord, as we recognize in the physical all of these things that are happening, we lean on you even more, dear Lord. We draw closer to you, dear Lord. Because you tell us to. Your word is truth and freedom, dear Lord. We're not bound by the political preferences of the people. We're not bound by the agendas of our media outlets. We are bound by your word, dear Lord. We stand on it. We live by it. We use it, dear Father, to take it day by day. We thank you for your word. We thank you for sending your son, dear Lord, who sacrificed for us so that we may live, so that we may be the light in this earth. Lord, we lift up our listeners right now, dear Father. We pray that our words are seeds to their hearts and a revelation to them today, dear Lord. We also pray for Brother Evan, as he continues to walk this walk in, um, in union with me and we learn more about you, we gain in our, in our knowledge, in our understanding, in our enlightenment about you, dear Father, and your glory, dear Lord. We thank you for him, dear Father. We pray that he continues to be the man that you want him to be and are making him out to be. We pray that he continues to be submitted to your will so that he can run his family the way you want him to run his family, dear Lord, and present a light in this world. And Father, we also lift up the families of those who passed this week, dear Lord, um, Chadwick Boseman, uh, Lute Olson, Cliff Robinson. Lord, we just mm-hmm. lift them up, dear Father. Uh, Lift up their families as they go through uh, this time of mourning, dear Father. All three of these men have um, had impacts on so many people, dear Father. And so many people have depended on them, dear Lord. We pray, dear Father, that they, during this time of mourning, that you just grant them the peace that is beyond understanding, dear Father. We pray, dear Lord, that you just keep them in this time of mourning. Keep them in peace, dear Lord. Father, we thank you for the time that you've given all of us um, as fans and, and admirers, dear Lord, um, to uh, be blessed by their talents, dear Lord. We thank you for the time that you've given us with them. And we know right now, dear Father, they're, in, they're with you, Lord. And they are in a better, safer, uh, just a more beautiful place than where we are right now, dear Lord. So we just thank you for another day, and the lord would we, we'd be remiss if we didn't just thank you and and ask you for your forgiveness, dear Lord, for all of the things Mama. that we uh, we do that goes against your word um that we don't even know sometimes we're, we're going against your word and, yeah. and 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 how we justify it dear Lord when we do know that we're going against your word we 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 Our flesh helps us justify it, dear Lord. So we just thank you for not giving us what we deserve. And thank you for your grace, dear Lord, and forgiveness. Lord, we we don't know what we do without you. We just thank you. We just praise you. We give you all honor, praise, and glory. And all of these things we ask and present in the name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Mm. A good prayer. Yeah. Crazy when I think about all the stuff that's going on. When you mentioned mentioned ones by name that passed away this week. Yeah. It's no coincidence that we're here.
1: Yes.
0: No coincidence that we're here. There's almost so much going on, we almost forget about it. The hurricane even hit down south.
1: Yeah. Hurricane Laura and and the one that hit sort of um I guess um well I guess that's the same one right the one that hit off the Gulf when the coast um went up through well,
0: anyway, yeah because it was supposed to be like two um the two Laura and Marco. Marco Marco tropical storm Marco or something
1: Marco oh my I god thought... I heard about Laura I didn't hear about the other gee
0: yeah man. Marco Marco the main one I seen that they tore up um what is it Lake Charles Louisiana oh wow. Tore it up. I'm like, man, I uh, turned on the TV a little bit yesterday after I got off, and one of the gentlemen on there was saying that he's not gonna get power. And he said it's gonna be a month until they get power. And I'm like, the long time to
2: having no power in the south. Yeah.
1: How do you be mm. out of power for a month?
0: A month. I'm like, that's just my wife. When it um, when Hurricane Andrew hit, she remembered real good. She was like, "Man, we was out power for a minute." I Jeez. said they were out for a good for a good little while. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's, that's why prayer is so important because prayer can change change a lot. And I see why the Lord tells us to continue to keep praying. Yeah, and continue to keep praying and stay focused on His words. What I love about God is that. He doesn't he doesn't forsake us, he doesn't leave us hanging. Like even in the context of Matthew 26, he didn't leave them hanging during a dark time. Yes. Because prior to it, you because know, I got to thinking as I was reading 26, especially at the, the, the beginning of it, as I got to thinking, I was like, Man, the prior chapters, he's giving them pretty much information about what's going to happen before it happens. Yes. So much information that before I would look at Peter and be like, "Dude, why did you deny him?" Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: but then I got to thinking about it, I was like, "Well, they just got uh, Jesus just downloaded a ton of information to yes. yes. and it probably made them." You know how sometimes the old saying is, "Man, that dude is heavy."
3: Yeah,
0: because once they say something, they have you thinking like for days. It'll change mm-hmm. your whole on life. Right. And I was like, you know what? That's literally what Jesus just did with them. Like, changed the whole world upside down. Then he had the nerve to turn around and tell them this is what the end days are going to look like.
3: Yeah.
0: And by saying that, because I remember, like, as a child, hearing hearing certain things, like, yeah, the world's going to end like this, or this right here happening. And it was sometimes freak a brother out. Yeah. Because I'm a kid. Mm
3: -hmm,
0: (laughs) mm -hmm. So I'm like, anything else after that, that, if I was told something, I'm like, I'm still stuck on what was said prior to. Now you want to tell me something else new? And I kind of got the gist of, maybe that's where the disciples were at, when Jesus got done telling them about how the end is going to be. And mm-hmm. then he's telling, uh, giving them the examples on what it's like um, to, to be ready for that time frame. Yeah. And then we get here and he's like, okay, it's time to go. I yeah. got to get crucified. I'm like, hold up! I'm still stuck on the first information that you gave me. How right. you give me enough? Right. Me.
1: <laughs> man, that, that, so as you were talking about that, and I was, because I, 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 you know, we always look through the, at least the end of the previous chapter to get a feel for and put a context to, the chapter that we're 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 going through, and, man, it, we know Jesus is fully man and fully God. And I'm wondering if he's also not ministering to himself.
2: Because
1: mm. he, you know, he, yeah. he talks about the parable of the wise and foolish versions. And he says, it's, the, it's like the kingdom of heaven, right? Mm-hmm. And then the talents, is he starts it off. For the kingdom of heaven is like, and then he goes into his parable. And then he talks about the son of man, when the son of man comes in his glory. Right. This is this is after, you know, the resurrection. So like it's it's almost like he's he's giving, he's encouraging himself as well as the yeah. disciples. Cause the disciples don't, because I'm like, man, like the disciples don't really know what he's talking about. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they don't, they, they, they just thinking this is a regular teaching. But from Jesus' perspective, because he knew what he had to do, it's it's different yeah you know what i mean like yeah. like jesus knew he he was going to the cross he knew he was going to get betrayed he knew all of these things and as a result these you can look at these parables in a different context it's it's almost encouraging himself and, and saying you could do this but, and 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 what made me think about that is again in the garden of gethsemane i mean we'll yeah. get to that but just am i am i off base here am i thinking about this different
0: No, 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 no. Because I think that is the case. Like Jesus is strengthening himself with what he's saying. Yeah. Like it's meant for them to hear it too, so they can. But I felt like Jesus kind of he already by him being God, he already knew they weren't gonna grab it. <laughs> he weren't going like they weren't gonna grab that information. It was too heavy for him at the moment. Yeah. And then for him, he's like, "I know I gotta go." He's fighting. That's how I was looking at. It. As I was reading the chapter, like I, yeah. especially later on in the chapter, I see he gives a perfect example on what is like to fight spiritually. Yeah, that's what I got from him later on, especially when he's in the garden. Yeah. he's in the garden. Yeah, yeah. I got. It. So I agree. I agree with. That. I don't think you are base at all with that. I think he's also ministering to himself as he's saying what he's saying when he's saying it to him,
2: mm-hmm.
0: because he's like, it's all of a sudden like in um, uh, verse twenty six, verse one, when Jesus had finished all these words, he said unto his disciples. You know that after two days the Passover is coming, and the Son of Man is to be handed over for for crucifixion. Yeah, yeah. I'm like just coming out of the blue saying this, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and it's I, more like I spent all of that information right to look up because this right here is the main is the, the main, main. deal. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, 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 and it's it's so important to um to not miss that right. Like, Because I think mm-hmm. we, we can get caught up in the the parables as, and what they mean from the perspective of the disciples. But what, what what chapter 26 really showed me is we get to get into Jesus's shoes, right? We, we start seeing things from Jesus's perspective. And then as I'm reading through, I'm like, man, let me go back. Because you know the, 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 the scene uh, is is so rough. This is rough. This chapter is really rough because yes he he, he talks about um you know he he identifies his betrayer and so just imagine that mm. creek creek says something about this on Thursday about just imagine how Jesus felt to Choose your betrayer. Have him hang around you for all this time, and 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 then still let him do it. <laughs> you know,
0: that's some. You got to really be in the spirit. I, I love when our uh, pastor also taught well, You know, there is nothing but the Holy Spirit because Pastor taught this, taught about it on on um, Sunday. Yeah, for um communion, ah, <laughs> communion, right, communion right, Sunday, right, right, right. right. <laughs> And it, it's so true. It's like that. It, that word is so important during this time for us. because here in our country, is brother and sister fighting against one? Is brother and brother fighting against one mm. another?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That, I mean, that's really. I mean, we've been in this country, black and white people, been in this country since its inception. One has been oppressed. One has been free. And God is to to oppress your brother is portrayal mm-hmm. because coming up. Most parents always say, Don't fight your sibling. That's yeah. family. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so normal, sadly, that we're fighting amongst one another. And it's like, well, what does God see in all of this? Mm-hmm. And it's like, like I love what you said. It's like we're getting an opportunity in this chapter to see things from Jesus' perspective. Yeah. And from Jesus' perspective, he looked at Judas as not an enemy. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: He looked at him as it kept saying one of the disciples all throughout. It kept saying one of the disciples. Yeah, yeah, never looked at him as being the enemy. What he did was straightforward. What I'm in my eyes, I'm like, yo, somebody did that to me. That's straight up a trail. Right. That's an enemy for sure. Show, for sure. Show, for show. Mm-hmm. We gotta make sure this don't happen right,
2: again. Right,
0: right. I <laughs> But in Jesus, Jesus is like. This is being used for what to fulfill the scriptures mm. of what I already foretold. It has a purpose to it. That, that's, to me, I'm like, man, that's just heavy. It is. That's just heavy. Mm. Because when I look at it, like, the verse 3, verse 3, 4, yeah, verse 3, 3 through 5, where it Talks about the priest trying to kill him. The priests all—it wasn't like they were trying to kill him because they was confused. They were trying to kill him because basically their hearts were messed yeah. up. Yeah. For them to come out and say we're well, we going to do it now during the festival, or the people going to rise, there's going to be uprising. Yeah. That lets me know, like, okay, y'all reject them, but y'all see the people haven't rejected them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know why the people haven't rejected them is because they view. His power. They view the only person that can do that is if they are the Messiah. That's right. That's but right. the leadership didn't look at him like that. So it's like let's 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 take him out.
1: Yeah, and
0: let's take him out. You
1: know that. And, you know what's um mm. you know what caught my eye in that in in verse four is they plotted to take Jesus by trickery. Like mm. that 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 right there just tells you that. It was a it was some a form of deception that they were going to try to use because if they try to just do it on the merits of what it's of what they're trying to it wouldn't the people wouldn't allow it yeah the people wouldn't allow it and you know it's just it's just it's just a, a, an amazing thing that happens here um, when you get into Versus uh seven. Well, basically, with the woman who brings in the the uh alabaster flask of of um of oil
0: mm-hmm.
1: and reading through that, I guess that's seven through uh through 13.
0: Let's see, that's uh seven through yes. what, nine. Yes.
1: No, all the way down to thirteen. With I mean, that, yeah. the, the whole story of what happens because um, I think fourteen gets a, you know, talks about yeah it. fourteen
0: yeah talking about Jesus
1: yeah. But yeah. but I I felt that um, and we talked about this before. Th- this whole story about the the um, lady with the the oil, the alabaster flask of oil, it's just Jesus telling us to be in the moment with him right yes but 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 do it like be that way over the traditions because like what what the disciple was saying wasn't really wrong in the in and this is something i think is going is recurring within this this chapter and kind of what we talked about last chapter being in the moment with jesus overrides everything
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you have Jesus in your house, that's all you need to be worried about. You know what that's I'm it. You, you don't need to be worried about what's gonna happen like Martha and Mary, right? You don't need to be worrying about cooking when you got Jesus <laughs> in the house. you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, and, and I just I just th- this is saying the same thing, right Like be in the moment, don't worry about traditions. Um, don't worry about what we think is right because what we think in right. You said this earlier. What we think is is right in the flesh, or even sometimes in the. No, not saying in the flesh. About to say in the spirit, but when, sometimes what we think is right in the flesh is in direct contrast with the will of God.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Because in this case here, with this story, mm-hmm. it's like so. On mine, it says like um, a little pre, like it gives like a little pretext on my Bible. Okay. It says um, Mary, Mary anoints Jesus for burial, and I was like interesting. But then when I read it, it says a woman. It
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. don't call out her name. It don't mm-hmm. call out her name. But I think the other, um, the other gospels may actually mention her name. Um, but I found it interesting. And I, she was so focused on Jesus. Yes, the disciples. We'll focus on the money,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the resources, right. the, the the what it could do. What it could do. Yes. And it was like, look, the money, I know the money, y'all have the right perspective. The money, the poor you're gonna always have with you. But with me, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And it's like, don't lose, don't lose focus on where Jesus is in the moment. Yes. Cause that's when things get out of whack but it, the, so I also looked at some of like some of the backdrop on this part so it was saying that the, the, the they think that the main disciple that came out and said something about the money was Judas
3: yeah I've heard that yeah
0: mm-hmm. they said the amount of money was the amount the amount of money that the oil was worth was a year's worth of wages Yeah. I'm like man that's expensive a lot. Yeah. so homeboy was like yo what, what you doing? Pouring all that oil on her, man? That, that, that don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But Jesus, is like, Jesus, is like, yo, you gotta look at, you gotta look at where she's pouring the oil on.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm worth more than the oil. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, having again, having Jesus in your midst and in your presence is worth more than anything. It's yeah, worth more than it's- anything. You know what I mean? And. and, and you know, we're going to see this come up over and over again because, you know, and, and I think some like I've heard some pastors talk about this situation and say it in a negative sense. Right. I don't think. Them having that attitude about the, the oil is wrong in in, in a mm-hmm. regular in a regular context, it's only wrong when you have Jesus in the house, <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. you can't, That's why is it's the Bible says it's the name above every name. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it. Like when He is there, nothing else matters.
2: Uh-huh. Nothing
1: else matters because all things were made for, through, and by Him. Everything is reconciled to Him. He is the head of the body. Yes. And so, that's all. you know, we we just get we get into our our um, what do you call it um, our our we we get on and and it's, it's scientifically proven, the brain is going to try to find the easiest way to do things, right? And it's going to go into auto. That's what go, we go into autopilot, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. We go
1: into autopilot. <laughs> like so. He's seeing this, and he th- he's thinking right because if Jesus wasn't around and wasn't in the house. And it and again, it wasn't so close to his time. Maybe Jesus was like, you know, yeah, let's go ahead and sell that and we can give the money to the poor. It's not a bad idea, but when when Jesus is in the house and it, it you know, this is the we're on the, the brink of him, it's being his time, like prophecy is about to be fulfilled with him. You, you got to put all your focus in on him, you got to put everything into him, yeah. And then, the other thing, Evan, that this reminded me of is um, what we've been, what we just read. Like I've been kind of studying that um, in Isaiah. You, mm-hmm. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. This, this is again, reminds me.
0: Oh of that. yeah, yeah, this is what this whole chapter. Yeah, that that this whole chapter is the sum total of that verse yeah. <laughs> in Isaiah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. 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 Like how
0: God, how he's doing stuff. Normal man wouldn't even think to even exactly, try this way.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's, 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 and, and so I, I thought about. So, okay. If we, if we go off that principle, our ways, his ways are not our, our ways, his thoughts are not our thoughts. How can we? How can we ever possibly know hundred, a hundred percent, be hundred percent certain that we know what God is saying to us? That we know what God's will is for us?
0: And not unless we, and you know, He has to reveal it.
1: Exactly. exactly. Like he has to reveal we, it. we can't know it on our own. That's mm-hmm. that, like this is a revelation to me because, and it, it, it's taken this chapter, the previous chapter, and all that reading, focusing on Isaiah for me to understand. That the only way to un- truly understand God's will is for Him to tell it to us.
2: Mm-hmm. That's know, the like, only way.
1: Like, like we may have an idea what it is, right? But mm-hmm. th- th- the only way is to get a translation from God and to get His help in understanding what He really wants. Mm-hmm. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. The Walking With Jesus podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we're not going to get it on our own. And the only way we can get that translation, the only way we can get that um assistance from God is by being in complete relationship with them.
0: That's the only it, way.
1: It can't be a hit or miss type of relationship, or you're only gonna get a hit or miss type of answer.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? We, that's we, what I love about God, because He doesn't he He doesn't change yeah. on that. He yeah. will reveal it. It's yeah. gonna take him to reveal it, but He is so faithful. hmm Like and it's God is so faithful that at the same time it's so easy to uh, to overlook.
3: Yes,
0: and I say yes. that because even with this chapter, like for example, in verse thirteen, he says, "Truly, I say to you, whatever this gospel is preached in the world, in the whole world, mm-hmm. what this woman has done will also be spoken of in memory of her." Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I never met this woman.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You never met this woman. <laughs> the listeners never met this woman. Mm-hmm. But here it is. We're talking about this woman. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And just the faithfulness of God. It's so, it just flows throughout this chapter. When we get to verse 13, he's like, boom, what she did, I'm going to make sure she's spoken about.
1: Yeah, she's remembered.
0: She's remembered. Yeah. That's a promise from God. And I got thinking about that. And I was like, you know what? This just shows the faithfulness of God, even that he he's about to be crucified. Mm-hmm. And the point of him being crucified is to reconcile us back to him. Mm-hmm. And even though this is a painful experience for him, he's still looking at how he can reward others. Yes. And his faithfulness, mm. his faithfulness is just so abundant. Yes. That it's easy to just overlook because we're so used to getting it. Mm. Like, I already know the sun coming up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I can't give you the mathematical equation to, term, to determine that, but I know that I know that I know it's coming up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the easiest way I can put it is because I know God is faithful in making sure the sun will come up tomorrow.
3: Right.
0: Yeah. And it's like things like that it's just, I just know it mm-hmm. because of his faithfulness. But it's so easy to overlook that's him being faithful huh. that we could turn around and look at whatever storm we're going through, whatever situation we're going through and thinking that well, maybe he ain't that faithful over here. When the very thing that I'm very used to takes more energy to do yeah. than what a little prayer is, yeah. because it takes way more energy energy to make a new day
3: mm-hmm. than
0: it does to answer my prayer. That's right. But God is still faithful in it, and That's then right. for for Him to say that, and then we're seeing it play out today, two thousand years later, a little over two thousand years later, and then just knowing in the next verse it goes on to talk about Judas. And I love how this describes him. Then one of the twelve named Judas, Mm -hmm, mm this guy, went to the chief priest. They don't describe him as an enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Even Another thing that popped in my mind about this is that even in John 17, they don't describe him as an enemy. Mm -mm. Because in John 17, when Jesus is praying, and he's praying for one, for us to be one with him, he's praying and he, he mentions one of the, he mentions That he never allowed anything that happened to any of the disciples except for one. Yeah. That was the one who went ahead and sinned. And I'm like, doesn't mention him as an enemy, even though we know that we were enemies of God. But God is like, I'm not trying to see you like that. Yeah. And just seeing getting his lens, his perspective throughout this chapter.
3: Hmm.
0: It's, it's heavy. Just like when I was looking at what, what popped in my mind when I was reading, it's also with Judas.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Judas had a propensity to love money.
3: Yeah,
0: because he was supposed to be the one that was over the money for 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 Jesus's ministry. Right, and it, it does it makes perfect sense for him to say something about Mary with with the with the oil. The oil yeah. but then he's turning around here and thirty pieces of silver. Yep. So it's like this never popped into my head until now. <laughs> until until I was going over, it. and I was like, "Jesus knows what our weaknesses and our strengths are. Yes. So why would He allow Judas to be over the money? Not unless Jesus was trying to strengthen that weakness in Judas,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and Judas just rebuked. He bucked yeah. on it. Yeah. Whereas the enemy knows." he sees what our weaknesses is, he thinks he knows it, and he would try and exploit it. In this case, he did in verses 14 through 16. That mm-hmm. yeah, that temptation was there, but I'm like, certain things, and I got to thinking, I'm like, certain things God will have us be responsible over, or have us like work a job we don't like, or something like that, and it may be in the area that, which we, we talked about before. Mm-hmm. I'm not an expert in. Yeah. But God—that's God,
1: the, the only way we can mm-hmm. rely on Him.
0: Yes, yes, and that's how we get stronger. Right. That's how we get stronger. We start to see—we start to see what Paul, uh, what Paul heard from God, where in our are weak we see His strength.
3: Exactly.
1: In our weakness.
0: And it's like Judas, of course, since he did what he did, he didn't get the opportunity to really see it. But I'm like, I got to thinking, I was like, why would Jesus put him over the money when He knew? That he had a weakness with dealing with money, mm-hmm. like money hungry, basically.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. And but I'm like, well, the only reason, because God is good. The only reason why he would do this is because He wanted to strengthen that weakness. That's right. He wanted him not to stay in that realm. Yeah. But to change. I
1: mean, you you hit it right on the head. The the problem with Judas was he wasn't. He didn't com- he didn't confess his sin. He didn't own it.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what
1: I mean, like we, we we read all throughout Psalms about how you know you can com- you confess your sin, that, that breaks it down. If you confess the sin, the sin has no more power over you. I and mean, then you mm-hmm. can freely rely on, on 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 Jesus and his salvation. Or the grace and the, the grace of salvation. Now the 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 thing that is so remarkable about this is that Um, And I'll go back to what I said before, like just imagining Jesus, first of all, having to choose Judas and knowing that Judas is going to betray him and then allowing him to betray him. But what it also shows us is that more than anything else, Jesus submitted his life to the father, Mm -hmm. whatever the father wanted, he would do. And it it just it's encouraging because we face some things we haven't faced. I mean, it, it says it in Hebrews. We haven't faced anything unto death. We haven't faced anything unto the shedding of blood. So, but we know that is that spirit is in us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If, if we're facing something that's difficult, and we and and, and we know it's going to be difficult, we have the strength to do it. Yeah. He, he's, he's placed in us that spirit. He's given us the model. He's prepared us. And, and we have the heritage as followers of Christ. Like, we have that heritage. Mm-hmm. And so if Jesus can do it, like, he's not asking us. I mean, he's asking us to die, but he's not asking us to, to actually lay on the cross like he did. He already did it. He paid the price. Yeah. So, so we have that strength in us. And I just—it's just the other part that's that's just really stands out to me—is um, that Judas just never, it, it, you know, I'm I'm talking in layman terms, but he never took the bait. Judas never took the bait to repent. He never did. Mm-mm. And he got so many news, chances, though. so many chances. Even here, I, I I felt like here was a chance. For yeah, it was really. to repent.
0: But that's how sin is. It's like it 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 clouds a person's mind. Yeah, yeah. To it, how what verse is that? I think it's um, it's a Hebrew. No, James. Because first comes the desire. Ah, uh,
1: yes,
0: it's I mean, James. This. Yeah. yeah. Then it come, I mean, that's how sin is. Like, a and that's a what Judas with Judas. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And
0: that's literally what Judas did. I mean. He does, and that's what's so interesting. Because I was when I was reading this, I was like, "So this is mentioned before they actually go into the Passover." Yeah, and I was like, "So homeboy is out here tricking it up mm-hmm. just to get in Jesus's face, right?" And I and I kept thinking about past the sermon, past the sermon um, last this past Sunday. Because I'm like, he's backstabbing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like he, he's right there in his face. And he has the nerve to act. Well, well this is a little further. But he, in like verse 25, and he turns around, he's like, he basically asking him, is it me? Am I going to betray you? I'm like, dude, you know what you just got done, dude. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you, you bring up such a but, good point. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well I, um no I was just going to say that that's how sin is. Mm-hmm. That's how sin is. If a blind blind person like that they they just keep going. They won't stop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that that's the way it works. And and you would think that he would have understood that with some of the parables that have um Jesus gave to them, you know. But it, but you know what I, I, it was just his heart his heart was messed up and here's the here's mm-hmm. the thing that i noticed and, I, and and you probably noticed it too but as so we go from 20, 21 Jesus says now as they were eating he said assuredly, assuredly i say to you one of you will betray me and so the disciples one thing that jumped out to me was they didn't like blame each other, they didn't, you know, they didn't be like, Well, it's you, you know, like they didn't do that. <laughs> they, just, they, they, they 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 asked in 22 and they were exceedingly sorrowful, and each of them began to say to him, Lord, is it I? And then when you get, he he he, he says, 23 he answered and said, He who dipped his hand in with me. In the dish will betray me. The son of man indeed goes just as it is written of him. But woe to that to that man by whom the son of man is betrayed. I would have been good, it would have been good for that man if he had not been born. And then Judas, who was betraying him, answered and said, Rabbi, is it I? He said to him, You have said it. (laughs) Do you notice that the disciples, the ones that didn't betray, all of them said, Lord? And then Judas said, "Rabbi."
0: Mm-hmm. That's how he was viewing him. Yeah, that's he, a that's good point. That's a real good point.
1: He never, he never submitted. He mm-hmm. never submitted to the will of Jesus and made Him Lord over his life. Everybody else recognized it, and and to your point, the sin could have blinded him. It could have been God in order for um, the the in order, excuse me, the, the prophecy to be fulfilled and the, his word to be fulfilled. It's so many reasons why he didn't, but the fact remains he didn't. He didn't submit yes. his life over to Jesus.
0: That's a good point because I think that's so major. Yes. One, for a Christian, one is how we identify ourselves with Christ and then two is how we identify Christ. Yes. If he isn't Lord, meaning ruler, or in the Greek, can think of what Adonai. If he isn't the root over us, then that's changing how we view the Bible. Yes. That's changing how we view him when he talks to us. We we take it as though, well, he kind of know what he's talking about, he kind of not. Well, this one he can yeah. probably get. Yeah. yeah. As long as we do that with him, the devil got us right where he wants. And that opens the door, I feel like, for sin. That opens the door for anything we have a propensity to do. For Satan to exploit it. Because we're not fully submitted to the will of God at that point. Yes, We still have, we still kind of like doing a hokey pokey spiritually. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I feel like it, but then I don't feel like it. So I'm going to do what I feel like doing. (laughs) It's like, we keep going back and forth like that. And I love that you point that out. Because when he says rabbi, it really does show how he viewed him. Because the people that kept tempting him, they, they kept tempting Jesus, they would say rabbi.
1: That's right. They wouldn't say That's Lord.
0: Right. They wouldn't They
1: wouldn't, wouldn't say, say Lord. Because that, that word mm-hmm. means something in the culture, right? That word Lord yeah. meaning you have, like, you run my life. I've, I've yeah. given myself to you fully, totally. I'm not going to call you Lord if I don't mean it. Yep. You know what I mean? And I, I wonder if the fact that he never did that, I mean, it, it could have been before that or I, I just wonder if that it just made him. if you don't give give him your heart fully, you leave a little door open for that temptation,
2: right? Mm-hmm. You, leave,
1: you leave a little crevice open for that temptation. And just like we were saying, if, if that area, if you don't, com- so if you don't confess your sin about that area, if you don't acknowledge it, that then becomes the door where Satan walks right through. Yeah. If you if you say, you are the Lord of my life, but God, I got this money thing handled, the, that's the door. He's going to use.
0: Yeah, he's going to use it. He don't even have to force his way in. Because right. then at that point, we are co- cooperating mm-hmm. with Satan and the will. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, you had a good point on that one. Uh, that's
1: that's
0: that's heavy, real mm. heavy.
1: And, and and it is like you said, it is so important that and and this is something I had to work through. It, you know, when you say Jesus, you're the Lord of my life, but um, I got this marriage thing handled. Or Jesus, you're the Lord of my life, but I you know I, I I've been working for twenty plus years. I don't need your help on this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there are areas where our pride just
0: gets in the way. Gets, <laughs> definitely
1: gets in the way, right? We 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 and I and I wrote about it in my notes on this chapter. We'll talk about it with Peter. It's the pride of humanity. Yeah. It's the pride of humanity. We think we we think we're doing right.
0: And, mm-hmm. and, and it's
1: just changes the because like Ah, uh, Jesus! I'm I'm gonna make it easy on you. You don't have to worry about this, area. I got it. What? Like after I worked, I'm like what? What are you even saying? You saying you are gonna help God do what? You know? Yeah, you know, you're like like, like
0: I, I I did not make my own life. So how am I gonna be able to tell me how my how something should be done?
1: Right, and and. So I I just, you know, and and we feel like we're doing the right thing, but it's so wrong. It is so wrong. And it's wrong on a couple of different levels. But the main level, as you pointed out, it 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 blocks God's power from working in that area. Mm -hmm. It's 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 the it's just like when um, Jesus went back to his hometown and he couldn't do anything there. They didn't believe. If you, that's basically not believing that God could, could do something, transform, resurrect, whatever you want to call it, in that area of your life. You think you have it so mm-hmm. under control. It really,
0: it's it's a form of disrespect too. Absolutely. Kind of like I won't. I don't allow my child to call me by my name.
1: Mm-hmm. You got to call
0: me daddy or Daddy. Right, that's how I, right, with my son. Like, don't call me. I don't care how old he gets.
1: <laughs> right. You're not
0: calling me by my name.
1: <laughs> right, they <you> have it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like with the Lord. It's like when, when he turns around, he says, "Rabbi," and we're not looking at God the way we are to. That's that's a form of disrespect to God. It's a lower form.
1: It's a lower yeah. form. It's trying to put him on the same level as every other rabbi. And that, you know, yeah. that's definitely disrespectful.
0: That's it's heavy, it's heavy. Yeah, that's why I like even though he did that, and Jesus says, You have said it yourself. Yes. Cutting.
3: Hmm.
0: Cutting. What can you do after that? Yeah. Besides repent. But no, homeboy goes right on ahead, finishes, finishes up. <laughs> there's <laughs> up eating and he gets to it mm-hmm. in Jesus' perspective he's like okay I'm, I'm going to do what I can here the whole point of the Passover was for me Yeah. so we going to call this the Lord's Supper from now
3: on
0: mm-hmm. so what mm-hmm. I thought about what came to my mind this is spiritual warfare
3: yeah mm-hmm.
1: Enjoying the show? We'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply share the show with a friend, that will give them a new way to experience Jesus and help us out too. Now back to the show.
2: Yeah. This
0: is spiritual, community is spiritual warfare. Mm. The demons don't like it when we do it because. Just as it stated, we do it in remembrance of him. Right. But at the same time, what do we? What's the remembrance of him that he forgave us for our sins? There's a covenant being made. It's yes. a blood covenant being made. Yes.
3: Yes. yes. That
0: can't be changed. Now, since it's a blood covenant, the enemy stands before God and tries to bring a charge against us. The charge don't stick because it's like. The demons are like, hold up, they just undid communion. That's one of God's own, right? They're covered in the blood. We got to pass over them now.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> it's going to yeah. free
0: God up to do what God wanted to do in, in the first place. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the enemy doesn't like that. The enemy doesn't like that. Yes. And that's what came to my mind when I was reading this. I was like, because he said so much here. What was it? Um, It seems cliche when the Christian life. Because you hear it a lot when doing communion, because right? he says while they were, while they were eating, Jesus took some bread and after a blessing, he broke it, gave it to the disciples, and said, "Take, eat. This is my This is my body." And mm-hmm. when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, "Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for forgiveness of sins." But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I come. I'm sorry, when the day when I drink it, drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Mm-hmm. And as I was reading all that, I was like, he said a whole mouthful there.' that. Yeah, <laughs> he basically just summed up the whole Christianity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's really weird because what he did, just by having a, if the enemy really knew, if he really wanted to stop Jesus, he should have stopped him before he did communion.
1: Exactly. Exactly. This is a, this is a contract. This is yeah. a contract. This is a, in the government of God, in God's government, this is a legal binding contract between no, us and Him. Yeah. And, and it's it's so unbelievable because, you know, What really stood out is that last promise, which you just said, but I say to you, that's verse 29, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. Hmm. Like, and I I haven't, I don't believe I've ever heard pastors preach on this, but you hear about the promises, right? You hear mm-hmm. about the promises that God makes to us. This is a wonderful promise that God, that Jesus has made to us. This this is a wonderful promise saying that I, I'm going to hold, I'm holding out. If you hold out for me, I'll hold out for hmm. you. I, I won't drink this again. And I believe him. I believe Jesus has not touched a lick of wine in, in, in the kingdom of heaven until he returns. Yeah. You hold out for me. I will see you again and that's when we're going to drink. We're going to drink. We're going to drink from the wine. We're going to drink the 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 fruit of the vine when I return. And I just heavy. Heavy. Oh, it just blows my mind because heavy. he make Jesus makes a lot of promises, but this is one just kind of stood out to me because because of the covenant, right? The covenant mm-hmm. is a contract. And and this is what we what we get for this contract, right? With this contract, if if you continue to allow me to be the Lord over your life, and you continue to remember me, continue to live by my word, continue to follow my word, I'm gonna hold out. I'm I'm a I'm gonna mm-hmm. come back for you. And that's the, oh, man, it's it's just so powerful. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the, the, communion, the communion is the most powerful way to stay connected with the Lord.
0: Yes, yes. And to, and,
1: to, and to show that we trust in his sacrifice, like like to show that we really trust in the sacrifice, like this is it. it. During that, it's he made a promise. Like, man, I'm like, how come we're not talking about that? That Jesus is really like he made a promise and this is the first communion. He's like, don't worry, I got you. I'm not going to drink of this vine again until it's the new in the kingdom of heaven. Man,
0: That's heavy. And then when I get to thinking, when I get to thinking about it, right,
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, you hear over and over, like in Isaiah, in Jeremiah, you hear about God saying, okay, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. But yeah remember my covenant. Mm-hmm. Remember my covenant. I'm going to remember what I'm going to remember what I promised Abraham. I'm going to remember that Abrahamic covenant. I'm yes. going to remember the David covenant. I'm going to I'm going to remember it. And here it is. This covenant combines both of those: the Abrahamic covenant, the Davidic covenant. It, it combines it, and it's like what the, it's like the sin issue. Is what was stopping God, stopping the goodness of God from flowing in our life. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to remember my covenant. By me remembering my covenant, the your sin has been washed away. Yes. By being washed away, now my blessings can flow in your life. Mm. Mm. And to me, I'm looking at this and I'm like, this is important. To keep in the front of my mind, <laughs> yes. yes, it can't be in the backdrop, it can't be in the backdrop because God is like, because I'm sitting there thing like so many times, He kept, He they don't bring it up, He does, He brings up mm-hmm. for my covenant. I'm gonna yes. remember, I'm gonna remember my covenant, which what I what, what what I said to you before, whether it had been a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna bring that up in this situation so that therefore you you can be blessed
3: yes mm-hmm.
0: nobody can keep their word like that but god, oh, god.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and that's i'm like man this that's why i was looking i'm like this is just straight up spiritual warfare and yes. and even even in the following chapters i'm not chapters verses with with um with Peter denying them mm- mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He turns out and he, he ends up, or is it? So, verse 30, when he says, after, yeah, verse 30 also stood out to me because like, after singing him, they went out to the Mount of Olives.
3: Yeah.
2: And
0: I was like, I love that. Are uh, you talking to like people always say, well, well, before I leave, I want before I leave Earth, I want to do X, Y, and Z.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but imagine being able to sing with Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like they actually sung together with Jesus. And I and it goes back to your point that you made earlier at the beginning. When uh, with the statement of this was also Jesus was ministering to himself. And I feel like when they were singing, he was ministering to him. Yeah. Doesn't say what what him it was, but I do believe it was something that was also ministering to to him as well. Mm -hmm. And to also give them strength.
3: Yeah.
0: To give them strength. And I, and I like like when it gets down to um so verse 31 and Jesus said to them all Jesus said to them, "You will all fall away because of me this night. for it is written, "I will strike down the shepherd and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered." And I thought that was interesting because oftentimes we look at adversity in life like it's from the devil. Yeah, but sometimes God allows that adversity to happen for his purposes without the adversity you can't get the end result a lot of times just like for example with um slavery
3: yeah
0: um i think it's a good example so slavery is mentioned in um in the old testament with mm-hmm. the house of Israel being in bondage with egypt yeah. but it wasn't what slavery does it kept it will keep things concentrated in a certain area with a group of people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It will keep traditions. That's what slavery would do. Right. If if the House of Israel would have never been in slavery, it would have been easier for them to lose what God had gave them, the covenant. Right. Yeah. Because they would have been acting, which they end up doing anyway, acting like the people around them. But by them being in slavery for that 400-year time frame, even though they came out jacked up, from <laughs> Egypt. <laughs> they still had they still had a foundation because they was they were forced they were forced to be isolated with only only able to to be with one another,
3: mm-hmm.
0: which mm-hmm. you can't do nothing but cultivate a stronger relationship like that a bond. Yes. So even though it was a negative avert, avert, adversity adversity that occurred to them, God allowed that adversity because He was using it to bring about his people finally becoming a people. And I find it interesting, like in this verse, he said, I will strike down the shepherd. He's saying, even though it's a bad thing, Jesus going to the cross, but God the Father saying, I'm going to do it because this right here, he's going to take place of your sin. Yes. I should have been condemned. Mm, Jesus took my place and God said, Evan, you sit here. Jesus, you go forth.
1: Mm. Mm, that's good, man. That's
3: real good.
0: Mm. It, that just really just blows me with God. Because Jesus knows this. Yeah. He knows this. And he took it. I, it's kind of. I don't want to say he took it like a man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. He took it like a man. <laughs> right.
0: But it was like, he didn't, he didn't let it, here it is, he knew that Judas was going to betray him and he knew that Peter, along with the rest of them, was going to deny him. Yeah. And when I was reading the commentary, a piece of this it was saying the, the word that he used for fall away is the same Greek word used later on when it talks, talks about the Greek falling away. Towards our towards our time from the end times about the great apostasy, and so he's saying these guys are going to basically commit apostasy by denying him, and he's like, "Don't worry, don't worry, y'all." He later, like in the other gospel, say he he prays for them for the faith not to faint,
2: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. and it's just like Jesus is still unwavering. Yeah. He's like, I'm still gonna. I'm, you're gonna do what you're gonna do to me, but I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna do for you. Yeah, yeah, man, that's good. just the selfless humility.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I um,
1: I'm I'm reminded of Peter's denial as um like we talked about before, the pride of humanity. Um, it's the pride of humanity in a very spiritual situation. Jesus mm-hmm. is talking about um, how he's prophesying to them and letting them know what's gonna happen, which he would only know through the Holy Spirit. And then Peter jumps in and says, "You know, I will never. Even he's in thirty-three. Even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble." And Black, which huh? sounds like an honorable thing to say, right? And commendable. Mm-hmm. In in um in a human way, right? But this is a very spiritual situation that he's trying to. Put a human emotion into, and it just sticks out like a sore thumb. And and in most situations, this is not a bad thing to say.
0: Yeah, I mean, you like, my own, i, I don't think everybody wants a homeboy like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a ride or die, Peter. Yeah. Is a real ride or die but this is not a ride or die situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, bigger, it's a bigger situation than that. And Peter responds in a normal, loyal, human way. And again, I'm just reminded, like I said before, there's, we could be 100% sure in our responses and be a hundred in a hundred percent direct contradiction to God's will.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so
1: that, that's, that's why it's so important to, to just sometimes um like, sometimes we have to wait and, and just let, l- let God do what he has to do. Right. Like not saying, um. I, I mean, I think it's, is good for Peter, and in this section, for us to read about it and understand it. But in in our lives, knowing what we know about what Peter did, knowing what we know about the rich young ruler, um, and in other areas, um, even even earlier in the chapter with the the lady with the, the the flask of oil, like knowing, I mean, just just waiting a beat. Because if we really trust God, we will let Him explain Himself. Yes. Because He will. He will. And, 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 if, and, if we, and if we even if we don't feel like He will, just ask. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just ask, like God. What are you trying to tell me here? What are you trying to show me? Mm hmm. And, and, and in Peter's situation. I think okay. So in Peter's situation, he he was better off just staying being quiet, right? But what about with, with Judas' situation, where the lady with the um, the flask of oil probably would have been better. So he said what he said, and then Jesus kind of rebuked them about, you know, I'm only going to be here for a minute. And the the poor people, you're going to have. I think it would be. It would probably have been better off if he asked that question, right? Yeah. Jesus, would this be would would a better use of this oil be to sell it? Then, I mean, he would have got the same answer, but he may not have felt some type of way like Jesus kind of rebuking me. You know what I mean? As opposed to it being in love, yeah. You know what I mean? It 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 just. It's, we read these a lot of times. I just try to put myself in their shoes and like because Jesus, the Lord, He's not going to change. He's still saying stuff. He's still doing stuff, but we have to respond differently. We yes. can't respond yes. the same way that we read about in the Bible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and we, it's, we so it's so easy. It's so easy, to respond, easy.
0: to respond that way, though, to respond because yes. it seems so. Yeah. Going back to what we said earlier, it's so natural. What Peter is saying is what every homeboy want to hear their homeboy say. <laughs> yeah. We're about to go out here and handle some business, and uh, they're going to try and capture me, and a homeboy say, nah, bro, I'm in it. I'm riding to die with you. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what you want to hear. <laughs> and Jesus is like, I like, what, I like how you put it. Jesus is like, wrong answer. <laughs> right. right. Not looking at it, not looking at it from the spiritual perspective. You're looking at it from the fleshly perspective. And then like I was trying to put myself in his shoes, and that's and it's like, well, he just told me some heavy stuff. I'm still stuck on what he said before. (laughs) So I think like that natural response, because it says all of the disciples said the same thing. They're like, after Peter said what he said, they're like, yeah, man, we, we We here with you, we, we want <laughs> right. <to have> it. <laughs> And I love how Jesus—he didn't bother to like you argue with him. <laughs> like, I, I already know what I know. Let's keep it moving, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah, how Jesus yeah. was like. Let, let, let's just keep moving. I already said what I'm said. You, you're believing, and it'll click later. Yeah, but it's so important that we look at it. It's a fight. It's a fight spiritually to operate in the spirit. And I like that because by well, the time they get to the to the garden, uh-huh. the, the oil press or the wine press, Gethsemane, by the time they get there, something stood out to me on verse 37. Where he, te- he tells the disciples in verse 36 to sit and pray, but then in verse 37, he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee Mm-hmm. I like how you put it the sons of thunder.
1: Sons <laughs> of thunder. That's my guy.
0: <laughs> the brothers. <laughs> right. And began to be grieved and distressed. Hmm. That stood out to me because he said something to them in verse 38 that the others, that, other, that the other that the other that the other disciples didn't get an opportunity here. Then he said to them, My soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch with me. That's some intimacy there. Hmm. That's some straight up intimacy. The other, the other disciples, they rode him with him, but they don't hear this conversation. Only thing they hear from him, the last words they hear from him is, sit here while I go over and pray. But then on verse 37, he tells them, this is how I truly feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you handle it? Yeah. How do you handle like the person that you looked up to for so long, and you seen him do miracles, raising up people for, from the dead, and he's looking at you saying, "My soul, I'm hurt. I'm basically depressed right now yeah. to the point you're out, to the point of even like even to death." I, even Oof. To death. Oof. That kind of, I, I feel like as a, as a human being, one minute I'm like yeah, passing the things, let's go get them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ready to ride or die with you. Mm-hmm. Then the next minute you tell me in secret, this is how I really feel. Mm-hmm. And then I see, I see, what appears to be us losing being defeated, they're coming to get you now. Mm -hmm. No wonder I'm denying you. (laughs) Because I started by looking at the situation rather than looking at you and seeing you for who you was. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: You the lamb. Mm -hmm. It's so easy. I think we covered this before when we were talking about the, uh, the House of Israel With Moses in the wilderness, on how ungrateful they were. And when you are grateful, it causes you to see things the way you ought to see them. It causes you to look at things from a spiritual perspective. With Peter and the disciples, it's like they forgot the prayer that Jesus says in John 17. They're not supposed to get harmed. They're not supposed to be affected, but none of that stuff comes into memory when we're looking at a situation for what we physically see. When we're looking at it and we're seeing all this, I'm like, man, my leader down, he's about to be down and I'm that I'm going to be down for the count." All the natural things tend to come into effect. And I was, when, I was, when I was reading this, I was like, man, do I do that? Because he he goes to go pray. I mean, this whole part right here is a straight-up blow-for-blow spiritual. Yes. Because Jesus tells us to ask. He tells us to ask, seek, and to knock. And in that passage, when he's saying that, he's telling us to continuously keep doing it. And in here, in this same passage, in these verses, he pretty much, the same thing he told us to do, he's doing Yeah, He goes to go pray. He's continuously praying. And he tells them to keep watch and pray so they don't enter into temptation in verse 41. and Of course, they doze off because they're like it's a spiritual warfare. It's it's a dark hour. And I got to think, I'm like, why is it that sometimes when you really know you should be praying, you get sleepy? It's like the deep sleep of the deep sleep of the deep sleep wants to come. Hmm. It was like prior to, if I was watching TV or something, that deep sleep ain't coming. But now that I know I need to be praying because something is bothering me, now now all of a sudden I'm like dozing off in my prayer. Like, what's going on? And that's what came to mind with this. I'm like, that's that, that," because it's a spiritual battle. It's that spiritual battle that's going on. And what I love is that Jesus didn't get stressed out with them. He didn't turn around and say, man, or he didn't even show up in his prayer. That man, he gave me these twelve, and you see see them over there sleeping. They ain't even praying for me. He was more just so committed to the will. Yes, committed to the will of God the Father, which is a hard thing to do if you're battling in two worlds.
3: Yeah,
0: the world of the the world, the world that we're in, in the spiritual world, but Jesus. I, what I got from him is like his perspective was like I'm looking at this from spiritual. If I don't do this, those over there that I love that sleep right now, they'll never be able to sleep for all of eternity.
1: Right. Yeah, they'll surely die. Yeah. Mhm. And and that's that's what's so powerful. Like I I took a bunch of notes on all of this stuff, but when I got to this part of the chapter, naturally the rest of the chapter, um, it's so intimate. Yes. And like you said, that like like I couldn't really put any notes into words. And I said, you know, as we talk about it, I l- I let whatever's in me just come out. Because I, I think what what you said is it really hit me. Cause I knew that, you know, he took all the disciples, then he then he broke off the ones that were closer to him and you know, had them sit and watch for me. But I, I just never noticed this part here where he first says, sit here while I go and pray over there. And then this sort of change, this change in demeanor, because this is this is Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. He's been leading these these disciples for for a couple of years now. And so he, he commands their respect. But this sentence here, to just Peter, sons of thunder, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. And I've, I've read this over and over and over again. But this is the first time seen, I see the contrast in what he says to all of the disciples and then what he says to his inner circle. The mm-hmm. ones that are really close to him. They see the true Jesus. These are the same ones. Cause I guess John was the only one that is... Because um, Peter and the brothers Jebedee, they was on the Mount of Transfiguration with John, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it looked like the same batch that was in the Mount of Figuration. Transfiguration is here.
1: Except Except John. It looks like mm-hmm. John is not the... John is the only one that's not here. So Peter. Okay. But anyway. um, I just, I just, you just see a different side of Jesus. A different um, in the moment, in this context, you mm-hmm. see a side of him that is very vulnerable. And what what I know as a leader and a study of leaders, uh, a study of leaders, that's one of the characteristics. This is the only place I can remember in his ministry where he's so so vulnerable. He opens up himself, his heart to his disciples in such a time. Like, whenever the uh Pharisees and Sadducees come after him. He don't say nothing. He never said nothing like this. Mm-mm. When they when they was throwing all those questions at him, questioning his authority, all this stuff. It's always a portrait of confidence, a a, a portrait of stature, of a model of poise, right? This is the only time we see sort of his humanity. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's just so powerful because we know that he's fully God and fully man. And this is where we actually get to see it. And then we get into, um, the next couple of verses where he, you know, he, he goes a little, it says he goes a little further and falls down, um, He went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying, Oh, my father, if it be, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And this is another important verse, because this is the model that we have to live by. Yes. As we face everything that we face in our lives this is something that we need to hold on to. This is the model that Jesus set before us. My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And that was the end of it. It was no negotiations. God, if you, if you take this away from me, I'll do this. No. And, and this, is a, this is a perfect model of what we should do in our stressful times. Yeah. He he was distressed. He was exceeding like think about some of the things he said. My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even unto death. Right? Um that's heavy. That's heavy. I, 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 I'm sorrowful and he says to the brother he said he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Right?
2: Mhm.
1: That's this heavy. Is, yeah this is not a you know I, I- you know i don't know this is something that's that's really 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 bothered nothing bothered Jesus like this nothing has has really affected him to this level, and we see that we see what faith is in Jesus' words. When things get rough, you can ask for God to take it from you, but be okay when God doesn't. When he says, my grace is sufficient, that's what this is saying. Mm-hmm.
0: It's so important to keep in mind of, of, of that, of God's character. Because it may seem like it goes against regular thinking to have certain events occur.
3: Uh-huh.
0: But in God's eyes, it must occur in order to bring about what he promised. Yeah. And when I was, as I was reading this, I was like, man, Jesus, perfect, perfect example of, of, of a leader. He's not asking us to do something he didn't do.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He actually did this. Yeah, he actually did. I mean, he submitted his will to the will of the Father.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I got thoughts popped in my mind as I was reading this. I was like, man, "That's that's what it, that's what it means to be a man."
3: Yes,
0: to submit my will to the will of God, mm-hmm. because Elijah did that. Joshua did it. Yeah. When it was time to go to war. David did it when it was time to go to war. And each time they did not lean on their own understanding, they 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 left it all up to God, and it came, the change came about. And in this case, I got to thinking, I was like, man, this is heavy. Because here it is at this particular moment. My sin, even though I wasn't born yet, that's what Jesus was feeling. The the Trinity has never been separated. But this go-round, the Trinity was actually being separated mm-hmm. because the sins of the whole world was now falling on him. And I got to thinking about it. I'm like, man, I, when we talk about this, like how do you live when you're going through a bad situation and you don't know God? Yeah. That feeling of having everything go wrong and you feel like you don't got nowhere to turn, and in this case, it's like everything is all that bad is on Jesus. He's feeling the sin, the weight of the sin on, of, of the whole world on him now. And there's been a division. And I was like, God did this. He was willing to break apart, so to speak, himself, so that I can ring, so that I can reign with him.
3: Yeah.
0: And I got to thinking about that for a minute. I got sat down. I was sitting down. I was thinking about it. I was like, what what, what is it that I'm, what is it that's bothering me now? When I know that? Mm -hmm. What is it that I'm going to allow to stress me out when I know that's what this, when I know that's what he did? He was willing to not be himself, so to speak. So that we could be ourselves.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I'm like, man, that, that, the, the feeling of praying and feeling like when you, when you're really going through something Mm -hmm. and you're feeling like, is God hearing me? But to turn around and know there's a separation that's about to occur. Yeah. That's what he's bothered about. Mm -hmm. That separation that's going to occur. Yeah. I don't even want to know what that feels like.
1: That's so good, man. Because the, the oh, man, it's so good because the, you you mentioned it's about being a man, right? Mm-hmm. And what jumped out mm-hmm. to me as soon as you said that is the fact that Jesus was honest. He was, t- he he faced up To what he was feeling. He didn't deny it. He didn't didn't try to, you know, just stuff it down and not deal with it. Nah. This was bothering him. And and what I also love about what you said is just the fact that how do we then knowing what we know about this particular chapter and the the previous chapter and um, these verses here how do we now go forward because th- we're, we're being equipped mm-hmm. we're being equipped to handle those things that we that are are faced we're faced with that may bother us it, mm-hmm. may, be, it may be you know in somebody else's eyes it's a simple thing like your marriage. Right, but it's
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's hectic, you know. I'm yeah. saying it's stressful, <laughs> and and we we know that we have. If we go back to chapter twenty five, and what Jesus was talking about, what the kingdom of heaven is like, being ready, it's 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 about uh, doing everything you can to maximize the um, talents that God has given you and being able to hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. Enjoy what you're hearing. We'd love to hear how walking with Jesus is helping you. Keep listening to hear how you can leave us a message that we may use on the show. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now back to the show. How can we go forward and not try to live that out if Jesus did? And we call ourselves followers. Yeah. How can we go forward and not try to live this out? Not just be hearers, but be doers of the word. And Jesus went through, I don't know. I So I went through a situation where I had to dissolve a business. Mm-hmm. This was years ago. And it was the closest thing to divorce I've ever went through. And it was... So stressful, mm-hmm.
2: and,
1: and you know, I, 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 would, I would say, I would never wish that on anybody. I would never wish divorce on anybody. But this is a situation, closest thing I can think of, to the stress that Jesus was going through at this point. And and I totally understand what you're saying because, from Jesus' perspective, that separation from from God is that's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a a huge situation where, you know, but he got through it. And as he was ministering to himself in chapter 25, I think this prayer, we see the value of prayer that it helped him deal with this. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like, um he's going through this and he's talking to his disciples. No, he's trying to work this out through like like the word says work out your own salvation through prayer like
2: it's trembling. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Jesus did it and like that's why we he's the author and finisher of our faith. No matter what we see in the Bible, it always points back to him. Yep. And 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 he is our model. I mean, I wrote um, I wrote something about that. Like, he is our model. Where did I write that? Uh, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I don't think I wrote something else. What is, what is he is our model. He, like, we always can look to him to, to figure out. Like, we say, you know, the Bible has an answer for everything that we face in life. But if you mm-hmm. really think about that and look at it, is the Bible is pointing to Jesus.
0: Pointing to Jesus. I mean, he gives so many examples. I mean, as a man, when you're going through something and you're feeling depressed, a lot of times you want to keep it to yourself. But here, yes. Jesus, in verse 38, he shares this intimate moment with how he feels yes. with his closest brothers.
3: Yes. Yes. To me,
0: that's just a le- that's a lesson. Absolutely. And then he goes and he breaks it down on his face to God. Mm-hmm. That this—I mean—that's that's fighting. That's fighting. Yeah. It's not the stuff you see on TV.
1: you come through wall
0: and stuff. This is real spiritual warfare.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's a—it's the battle of the flesh.
0: It's the mm-hmm. battle
1: of the flesh because you—you you can't tell me Jesus wasn't. In his mind, and his in this humanly human mind, thinking about what he could do to get out of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like thinking about it. Like, man, what if? Uh, you know, it, it's man. This is it's tough. It's tough because, it, like, I'm trying to put myself in his shoes and just thinking about you know stressful situations I've been in and what my where my mind was going like how did I get, how do I get out of this situation but I, I believe he because he prayed three times I think that just that calmed him down a little he, 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 yeah. he fully came to terms with it like just there, a there's, it. they people say all the time like no matter how much you know death is inevitable. But when it actually, you're face to face with it, it's still shocking. And I believe that was the human emotion that he had. But through these prayers, he, he actually was able to come to terms with the fact that he was, he was going to die because he was so, his will and God's will were the same at this point. They were the same, and he he just had to get just get over this little hump. And I think this this these three prayers, because all of them in the same right. Well, there's two that are actually verbalized, and then they say the third one he did, but he said the same words. Yeah. Uh, where is that at? Uh, yeah,
0: twenty-four. He says, my father, this cannot pass away unless I drink it, your will be done. And then, yeah, in 44, um, yeah, 44 said the same thing once more.
1: Yes. He prayed three times. And all of them ended with your will be done. And I think so. This is your will be done. And then the, the other one was, nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And so he's like, he's, he's through the spirit, willing himself to stay in the spirit.
0: It, it's intentional. That's yeah. what another thing that came to my mind with. It's just, it's the intentionality in Jesus. Yeah. The same exact thing he gave us in Matthew six with the example of prayer and, and yes. being focused on God's will. Yes. You see here in his own prayer life, he's doing mm-hmm. the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not shaking or wavering from off of it. Yeah. yeah. No matter what. And this yeah. is a dark time frame. Because yeah. the, the evil one is trying to work behind the scenes to get some things done. Mm-hmm. And you got to deal with now the whole sin, the sin of the whole world has been cast on you. Now there's separation within the Trinity.
3: Yeah.
0: And that just gets me to think, like, there's nothing that God won't do for me. That's right. If he's willing to come outside of himself for me,
3: Mm -hmm.
0: that's something I shouldn't take lightly. I shouldn't take my relationship with him lightly. Yeah. This is a, a definitely a very, very heavy chapter yeah, <laughs> I, was yeah, there, I looked at the time and i was like man we there's some more
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's it's definitely more man but i think the most important thing because i think the rest of it is is really you know the actual them grabbing him and then peter's denial and stuff but i think the greatest lesson in this chapter is really the uh as you said Jesus is intentional. just a model that Jesus presents for us as men and as followers of Christ that to me that's the most important thing in this chapter
0: Yeah, because it's an example because we are in some trying times yes. now as a country and I know from even when I look at my own life I'm like man it's 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 a battle yeah it's a battle mm-hmm and you can't, is a, what's that saying? No victory is won by accident. Right. And so each day is an opportunity to experience the victory of Christ. And mm-hmm. that can't be done by accident. It has to be right. done intentionally.
1: Intentionally.
0: intentionally. And, and I feel like by the example that Jesus gives here is that it's the form of intentionality. Him being intentional about being devoted to, to God the Father. Yeah. And it gives me an example of waking up every day to be intentional with him.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Be intentional about his will and be and every day, every day, every day walk of life.
3: Yeah.
0: Because it goes back to making him, making sure that he's Lord. Mm-hmm. He's the Lord over my marriage. He's the Lord over me at the job. He's the Lord over my thought life. He's the Lord over what I look at. He's the Lord yeah. on what I listen to. He's yeah. the Lord over everything. Yeah, it can't be in some areas. It has to be in all areas. I'm like, and then when I look at it, you was willing to go through all of this for me. Yeah. This skinny brother. <laughs> 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 I mean, willing to go all the way out like that. What more can I do yeah. for you besides obey what you commanded me to do? Mm. I mean, because it's not like God is saying saying to me, "All right, since so I did this to you." Go and make me a million dollars now, or go, go, go and get me a million people to follow, so that so I can have more followers. Yeah. He's not saying that. He's saying go make disciples. The only way that can happen is if I have a, a true relationship with him.
3: Yeah.
0: And, and so just and in, in, in appreciating him for what he's done, mm-hmm. so I can get them to see. He, look at what look what he did.
2: Yeah.
0: Look what he did, and just by default that person will want to appreciate him so much to the point that they want to follow what he commanded them to do, too. Because he's never forcing it. Right. That's
1: so good, man. Because you, you know you never... Like, Jesus couldn't be intentional at this point in his ministry unless he had a deep relationship. Like, like he trained. You know what I mean? Like,
2: Yeah.
1: Um, this doesn't come natural in this time
2: mm-hmm. unless
1: you've been training, unless, you know, even in the small stuff, you go on to God, even in, it, so when you get to the big stuff, that, that's all you know how to do. Yeah. And and I, I think that's what we see here, right? We see the, the the effects and results of his ministry, his walk with Jesus, walk with God I mean. Mhm. It, it's it's day in and day out. So when you do get to those, like, man, I don't even know. Like, I don't know. Well, do you know what to do? I'm a I'm a pray this out, man. I'm I'm because yeah, you have have nothing else to lean on. You you haven't leaned on anything else. So why, why change now? Yeah. And I, I, I just. I think it's he it gives us not not this moment, but everything that led up to this moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, this is awesome. Awesome. Awesome chapter.
1: Ooh, we are hundred and eight minutes. Hundred and nine minutes.
0: Yeah. 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 Close the and put it in. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: You're listening to the walking with Jesus podcast, the show that brings you a new way to experience Jesus with your hosts, Evan and Malcolm, two regular guys walking with Jesus. Now back to the show and the closing prayer.
0: Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to make it this far. It's not by coincidence. You've been intentional about providing for us. You've been intentional about making sure that we're healthy, that everything is working normal. You've been intentional about that. We ask you, Lord, please forgive us for not being intentional about you and your business. We're praying, dear God, that you may continue to uh, move through and around us, but we're we're asking that we see your hand. We recognize your hand. We're praying that your Holy Spirit prompt us so that we can do the things that you want us to do. We don't want to unintentionally not serve you. We want to give all of us, all every part of our being, it belongs to you. You is willing to go to the limits, beyond the limits, so to speak, to graft us in. We want to make sure that you are over our lives. You desire to have a relationship, we want that relationship. We don't want to live a life that has you in disrespect basically saying that what you did was done in vain. We don't want you to feel that way. We don't want to come off that way, not only to you, but we don't want to come off that way to the world by showing the world that we don't care about what you did. We are in a trying time right now in our, as a country, and as black men, and even if for some, um, also for our white brothers, they may feel also challenged too. And the part of wanting to show that they don't hate us, but there's so much turmoil that they may feel like we feel like they do hate us. Yeah. And we're praying, Lord, that we come together as brothers, as brothers, as you called us, because you died on Calvary, not just for us, but also for them. Yes. So that it can be us so that we can be a family. You desire for all of us to be grafted in. And we're praying, Lord, we can see one another as you see us, as your children. Not as enemies. And we look at what you and how you spoke about Judas, who in our eyes he betrayed you. He's a traitor. You still mention him as a disciple, yes. not an enemy. So we're praying, dear God, that we can we can be Christ-like in the racism in our nation. Yes. We're asking that your Holy Spirit move through and around us, move them around our hearts, prick us for those opportunities. To be able to exemplify Christ, and not to exemplify what the world wants us to exemplify, and that is hatred. We're praying, dear God, for the listeners. They're standing in the need of anything. Please bless for them to see that you're working it out. We're praying, dear God, that you continue to open their spiritual eyes to see you, dear God, and not be dismayed about the circumstances, but to remember that they walk by faith and not by sight. Dear Lord, we're praying for any listeners that's not saved, that do not know you, that do not know your goodness, that you may open up their spiritual eyes to see you, loosen up that heart so that they can receive you. Remove that stony heart and put a a heart of flesh in them, dear dear Lord, so they can receive your word and receive you, dear God. And I pray, Lord, for a covering over Malcolm and his family. I thank you, Lord, for the discipline that he has and wanting to get into your word and wanting to be connected to your word and wanting to carry this out no matter the cost. I'm praying, dear God, that you may extend favor on his life and please grant him the the desires of his heart because it is written in your word, dear Lord. Seek you in your licenses and all other things will be added unto you. We're praying to God that you manifest that word in his life, dear Lord. You know what his desires are. And you know where his heart has been. So we're praying, dear God, that you provide that to him and continue to cover his family, dear Lord. And we just thank you for the opportunity to be able to fellowship in your word during these time frame, during this time frame, dear God. We thank you for the freedom that we had to be able to get into your word and be able to publicize it. We don't have, it's, not, it's, not, it's not held in a basement in, 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 in secret. It's able to go out beyond the walls of where we live, and we thank you for that. We thank you that we are a part of what your word says, and that is your word is supposed to spread through all the corners of the world, and we're we'll participating in it. Thank you for that.
3: Thank
0: you. May we not become dismayed or be unfocused On what your will is but may we be focused on it just as well as we'll be focused on our favorite team we're watching the game we're praying praying the lord that we're focused on you that way if not greater and we want to give you the praise and the honor that you so rightfully deserve dear lord in jesus christ's name we pray amen
3: amen brother Amen. amen
1: Thanks for joining us this week on Walking with Jesus. If you have not made Jesus the Lord of your life, this is as good a time as any. I invite you right now to go to Jesus Christ and let him know that you believe he died for you and he rose for you with all power and that you want him alone to be Lord of your life for the forgiveness of your sins and the gift of eternal life. If you do that, you'll be saved right now. Get in your word, and while you converse and reason about biblical things, Jesus will walk with you. If you like what you heard and want to comment, you can leave a message for us at anchor.fm forward slash walking dash with dash Jesus forward slash message. We'll pick one to read during an upcoming show. So record your message and send it in in now to join in the conversation. Again, that link is anchor.fm forward slash walking dash with dash Jesus forward slash message. You can also subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher or via RSS feed so you'll never miss a show. Give us a rating and share us with your friends. God bless you, and until next time, keep walking with Jesus. That's another one for the books,
0: brother. This is a good one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It definitely keeps me an eye. On what he's done, and just it back to remembrance. when I'm seeing all this hatred and stuff. Yeah, it, it's being panned out with certain videos about whether whether somebody getting shot, like what just happened with um, Jacob Blake, or I seen one recently where the police guy had his hands clearly up in the air, mm-hmm. clearly was unarmed, and the officers, a group of them, came and just pushed, kicked him in the back. Mm uncalled for. And I'm looking at I'm looking at it like well I gotta look at this from the lens the way God sees it. So that if a white brother or sister comes and want to ask my opinion on the matter, I don't respond in the flesh. I respond so that they can see Christ.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a battle.
1: and It's, it's a battle but it's it's a it's a it's a battle of intentionality, right? Yeah, discipline. yeah. Like That's why it's so important to stay in the word because if you are asked that question, if you stay in the word and you stay in God's will, it's not going to be hard to respond in the spirit. But if you try to draw on the spirit, you know, once in a blue moon to, re- and, and I mean, try to respond to the spirit in this situation, and you only ever get into the word once in a blue moon, you're not going to really, like you said, you're not going to represent Jesus in that response. Your flesh is going to show up.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, To your point, man, It's it's, it's, to be intentional is a exercise in discipline. If we want to be intentional, we got to be disciplined. If we want the spirit to show up, we got to stay in the word, and that takes discipline. There's a lot of distractions out here. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you're right on there. It definitely takes discipline. It's not something that it's not something that can just be done na- uh, naturally. Like right? yeah. it's something it, it will be natural if, with the discipline, but it just not it just ain't gonna just flow like that.
3: Yeah,
0: it has to be intentionally done with discipline of wanting to, share, to spend time with God.
3: That's right. That's right.
1: All right, brother. This is good. I'm gonna meditate a little bit more, man. But this is really this has been an excellent. Excellent chapter to review and just to bring into focus some of the things we're dealing with right now.
0: Yeah, yeah I'll be doing the same thing, meditating on this. Yeah,
1: all right, brother. All right, you bro. have do, we'll, we'll get, uh, get back up on Monday.
0: All right, take hey, care. Buddy. You too. Okay. Bye bye.
2: Oh, thank you.